Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. Good afternoon, and welcome to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Over the next hour, you'll learn how to see your true self in the midst of life's twists and turns. You'll be challenged to think outside of the box when it comes to the mysteries of life. Now, here's your host, Andrea Matthews. Hello, and welcome to Authentic Living. We have an exciting show today. You know, creativity is one of the immediate inroads we have to the authentic self. And because that's true, today we're interviewing one of our most knowledgeable and popular leaders in the area of creativity, Julia Cameron. Julia is the author of one of the most popular books on creativity ever written, The Artist's Way. That book alone has sold over 2 million copies worldwide, not only because it teaches the reader how to be creative, but it introduces the reader to an aspect of the self that can be attained through the creative endeavor. Since then, she has published several other books, including Vein of Gold, another bestseller that acts as a workbook to assist the reader into tapping into that special well of creative grace found in the authentic self. Her other bestsellers, Walking in This World and The Right to Write, are taught in churches, schools, and human potential centers around the world. In all, she has authored 24 books, including fiction and nonfiction. She's an award-winning poet, a playwright, a writer, a filmmaker, and most recently, a composer. Because creativity is an authentic spiritual path, her work has been embraced by such diverse spiritual groups as Buddhists, Sufis, Roman Catholics, Church of Religious Science, Unity, and even some Wiccans. Her three affirmative prayer books, Heart Steps, Blessings, and Transitions, are widely used, beloved for both their optimism and their pragmatism. Julia is not only a teacher, but an example to all of us of the unblocked artist. Julia, we're so grateful that you've taken the time to talk with us today. Thank you so much for coming. You're very welcome. Well, let's get started. Tell me first, you know, what I want to know, I guess what our listeners want to know most of all is why is it that creativity is also a spiritual path? I think this is an interesting question. People will sometimes ask me uh, to distinguish between creativity and spirituality And what I say is that I don't distinguish that the toolkit that I teach for creativity is essentially a spiritual toolkit and that as we um, become more comfortable with our spiritual selves, we become more authentic and comfortable with with our our, uh, creative selves as well. Right. And I guess it works in reverse order as well. So creativity could open up spirit, the spirituality as well. Yes. If you, if you work on your creativity, you're going to wind up being more spiritual. If you work on your spirituality, you're going to wind up being more creative. And that's certainly worked in your life as you've just recently opened up a musical component to your creativity. Yes. Uh, and that came as quite a shock when I was first out walking and I heard a a song, I thought, oh, my God, I'm not musical. I can't be doing this. Uh, And I've been writing music ever since. (laughs) That's amazing. So in in helping others to get more in touch with that part of the authentic self, 
uh, one of the things that you've recommended is morning pages. Can you tell us about morning pages and why they're important to the creative endeavor? Yes, morning pages are three pages of longhand morning writing that you do first thing upon awakening, and they are sort of like taking a little bit of truth serum. You might wake up and say, oh, I'm tired, I'm grumpy, I forgot to call my sister back, I didn't buy kitty litter. Uh, they, they seem to be about anything and everything, and what they really do is they sort of vacuum our consciousness so that we aren't bothered during the day by telltale uh, resentments and fears. Okay, so they're really uh, an effort to really tap, not tap into the deeper elements, the subconscious where creativity lies, but really just sort of clean up the areas that are on the conscious experience. Yes, you 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 are taking a little uh, dust buster to your consciousness, mm-hmm. and uh, they don't appear to have anything to do with creativity. They're very zen. They're very uh, uh, easy for people to to uh, dismiss until they start noticing the changes that happen from doing them. Okay, and what kind of changes can they expect then? Well, uh, a, an increased sense of optimism, uh, an increased ability to recognize choices during the day, uh, an expanded sense of time. Uh, it, very often people's color sense shifts. They're, they uh, find themselves rearranging their furniture and throwing away clutter. Uh, there's a lot of, of sort of uh, feng shui uh, connected with morning pages. Uh, it's very difficult to do morning pages and live in a chaotic environment. So you tend to do pages and make changes. Okay, so I can see that that would be uh, uh, not only what you've described as the Zen thing, but also a way of sort of paying attention to what is on your conscious realm, a kind of mindfulness in a written, a written mindfulness, I guess. Yes, I think that's very accurate, Andrea. Okay, okay. So what it does then is, is sort of what you've said, clean out the clutter so that you're a more, then you can pay attention to the lower levels, the more unconscious or subconscious levels of awareness and, and tap more into the experience of living in the moment. Yes, I think that morning pages help us to, to be in the world accurately uh, you, you find yourself writing, this is what I like, this is what I don't like, this is what I wish I could have more of, <laughs> this is what I wish I could have less of. Uh, and it's as if you're building a spiritual radio kit, and with morning pages, you're sending. You're, you dot, 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 mm-hmm. um, and you're, you're broadcasting to the universe uh, your precise position. Oh, what a, what a wonderful way of putting that. That's exactly, that makes a lot of sense in terms of being able to sort of talk to yourself and talk to the universe simultaneously. Yes. Well, and so and the other element to that, and, and you've also uh, spoken to this, is the idea that when you do that, as I hear it, you're saying there's, uh, I can say I don't like this and I do like this, but there's no editor in there saying, well, why don't you like that and how, why you should like that. You know, none of that is going on. 
Well, I tell people that there's no wrong way to do morning pages. Uh, and so what happens is that that censoring voice that says, oh, you're so negative, or uh, gee, you shouldn't feel that way, uh, the censoring voice is something that we learn to just sort of say, well, thanks for sharing, and I'll ignore you and keep right on writing. Mm -hmm. So it allows us to take... Uh, a step to one side and sort of slide past the sensor. Uh, I don't believe that we ever eradicate, completely get rid of the sensor, but we learn how to sort of dance with it and work despite it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I've experienced that myself um, um, to, to, to the degree that you can, if you can just sort of sit with your writing, and for example, or, or, or art either, to just kind of let it be what it is without that sensor, then you can go back and look at it later and decide what you want to keep and, and what you want to uh, throw out. But in the moment, if you're busy censoring, you're really blocking your writing or your creativity. Right. I, I say to people, in order to be a writer, you have to be willing to write badly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, you know, that freedom of expression that allows you to write the awkward sentence uh, or the unacceptable sentiment, mm -hmm. uh, that, is, that is where art is born. Right. And so, okay, can you say just a little bit more about that for our listeners so that they can understand how is art born out of that? Well... People, uh, people think that, uh, that artists are always inspired. We have a lot of mythology around creativity, and we say that there's such a thing as real artists, quote, and that they are inspired at all times, and they have no fear, and we, we sort of believe that real artists are born and that they always have this sort of bright light around them. Uh, and the truth is that art is often born out of difficulty, that artists are not people who are fearless, but people who have learned to create despite their fear. Uh, you might say... Uh, that uh, when, you, when you meet a really functioning artist, you meet someone with a great deal of acceptance of the human condition. That is a very interesting uh, a thought, of their interesting philosophy, because it sounds like what, what you're saying is that, well, it is what it is, so I might as well paint. Right. <laughs> I might as well just paint. Yeah, right. That's wonderful. That's really beautiful. I like that. And so you've talked about the logic brain and the artist brain in your work. Can you just tell us a little bit about the differences between those two? Well, I think that all of us in America have a very highly developed, what you might want to call logic brain. Uh, and this is the brain that is uh, the sensor, and it has uh, a lot of critical thinking. Uh, and I think what my tools do is teach you how to dismantle logic brain or step past it 
to Artist Bind. Okay. Well, we're going to talk some more about that after the break. This is Andrea Matthews with Authentic Living, and we're talking to Julia Cameron. We'll be back in just a moment. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Are you ready to crash through illusion, break through your personal barriers, and slay the internal nemesis of your dark side? TNT is here to awaken your soul and unravel the hidden messages of your unconscious mind. Discover your hidden treasure map and use TNT to find the tools you need to become your own demolition tech. Collapse the old and choose the new. It's Dynamite Awareness with TNT. Tracy Irons and Tracy McMahon every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the 7th Wave Network and visit us at www.dynamiteawareness.com. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. Are you in need of a cosmic kick? Are you frustrated with your ability to move forward in all areas of your life and spiritual growth? Adrian Wentworth is a master at getting you unstuck. A fearless and grounded healer and teacher, Adrian covers subjects that few will touch and reveals the missing keys to your success. Be uplifted by the healing energies that flow through her as she shares her profound wisdom and helps you shift past your obstacles to create the life you long for. Listen to Cosmic Kick with Adrian Wentworth every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern Time on the Seventh Wave Network. Listening on a higher dimension. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back. This is Andrea Matthews with Authentic Living, sponsored by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. And we're talking today with Julia Cameron. Just before the break, Julia, we talked just a little bit about logic brain and artist brain. And what you were saying was that the logic brain sort of has to move out of the way for the artist brain to, to come into play. So can you say just a little bit more about that? Well, I, 
I think that all of us have had the experience of tapping into artist's brain. Uh, it's we're going along thinking logically and worrying. Maybe we go for a walk and we walk out of the house all worried. Uh, but after we've been walking for just a little bit, uh, there's a sort of shift that occurs and we suddenly find ourselves thinking in terms of solutions instead of in terms of problems. And that's an indication that you're an artist's brain. Okay. Okay, so when, when Albert Einstein, the great scientist that we would think of as being in the left brain or the logic brain all the time, uh, moved from problem to solution, he was actually in a creative process. Yes, exactly. Wonderful. Exactly. That's really exciting. So what it says is that even though we think we may be op operating from logic, sometimes we're really operating from, from uh, so the solution or creative brain. Yes, I, I do want to recommend walking. Okay. Um, I think that it's very difficult to stay stuck in your problems if you're on a walk. And so uh, one of the tools that I give students when I teach now is I have them do their morning pages. I have them take an artist date, which we should talk a little bit more about, mm -hmm. a once-a-week solo festive expedition. And then I have them go for a walk. And those three things braided together tend to bring breakthroughs. Okay, okay. So the artist date, that is the, the a festive occasion, and you're celebrating yourself? Yes, and you're, you're out to just do something that interests you. So uh, it's, it's a date in the, in the romantic sense that you plan it ahead of time and you anticipate it. Uh, you, you're going to have a date, uh, and uh, it, it has to do with your creative consciousness, so you don't want to pick anything that sounds uh, like duty. You want something that sounds a little bit more uh, festive and mischievous. Okay. Okay, that's beautiful. And that is, that's exactly goes along so well with what we said about finding the authentic self, because that is, it really is a celebration of your, your sense of yourself, not so much an identity that doesn't work for you anymore, but a self that is deeper, that deeper part of you that really is the creative or the, or the right brain or the artist brain, however you want to say that. So, so, this, so once they've taken this, they've done the morning pages, they've sort of met their own sensor and sort of put it to rest, they have begun to understand the difference between the logic brain and the artist's brain, and then they go on this date, uh, the artist's date. And so from there, they can expect sort of a wellspring of creativity to come forth. Well, it comes in uh, surprising little ways. You know, uh, you don't necessarily uh, come, uh, come away from that with, I've got the entire plot for my new novel. <laughs> but you may come away uh, with a sentence or two that intrigues you. Uh, and so uh, I think that my tools train people uh, to appreciate the small uh, and to not discount it. Uh, we, we tend to, to think... Uh, in very grandiose terms when we think about creativity. 
we think uh, I I want to be a Hollywood screenwriter, therefore I must sell my house and move to Hollywood. Mm-hmm. And uh, the answer is actually you just need to write a page on a screenplay today. Right. Stay right where you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. That's a great example. You know, and that that paying attention to the small stuff, you know, is is or the uh, what I call the sort of the interweavings of what is going to come out of it. You know, you you can't help but tap into who you really are when you're all about really noticing what comes up for you. You know, what, whether it's an emotion or a thought or a, a song or you know whatever. Yes, I think we we uh, we have a habit of discounting ourselves. Mm-hmm. And when you do morning pages, you begin to take yourself more seriously, uh, which is sort of a paradox because you also start to feel lighter. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's, it's as if when we're willing to listen to ourself, the self starts to feel safer uh, and begin to be a little bit more playful. Uh, and... I guess that's all I want to say on that. Okay. Well, that's that's enough, certainly. And that, you know, that whole idea is that you're allowing, you're not prohibiting. And I think that is the biggest deal. I mean, you've spoken of the censor so much, and, and I think that's really the biggest deal about it is that we've got so many layers of, no, you can, shouldn't think that, or you shouldn't feel that way, or you shouldn't want that, or you shouldn't. You know, so and, and you should be doing this, and you should be feeling that, and you should be thinking this, and all of that that goes on that just prohibits um, that playful part of us that wants to just come forth and, and be. Right. I think we're trained to be overly serious, and we're trained to be overly critical. Uh, you know, if you look at our school system, we, we spend a lot of time training people how to take something apart you know, how to criticize something. Mm-hmm. But we don't spend much time teaching people how to build things. So we, we tend to know uh, a lot about deconstructive thinking and very little about constructive thinking. Well, that's an amazing phenomenon in a society that wants to build itself. That's amazing. That's a, that's a really uh, unique perspective and I think very, very true. And so the inner well... What is that like? Can you describe the inner well? Oh, I don't know. <laughs> uh, I guess the, it's different for every person. I was going to say uh, you, you experience it uh, directly uh, and, uh, again, probably in small measures, You know, uh, you go out for a walk and you notice a beautiful fall leaf and you you pick it up and you take delight in it and that's enriching your inner well. Uh, I think when people uh, want to be creative, they have a tendency to uh, try to overfish their well. Another way to put it is that we all have uh, sort of got an ecosystem uh, that we carry around within us, and when we are fishing for an idea, 
we we sort of reach down into that ecosystem and we we try to hook an image uh, and if we if we keep trying to hook images without ever taking the time to fill the well by putting more images in uh, we experience a sense of strain uh, and when we when we take the time to restock the pond, then when we reach for images, they're right there. Uh, but a lot of times, uh, when people uh, people will say to me, Julia, I was writing a novel and I was doing so brilliantly, and then it dried up. Why? And usually the answer is, uh, you've overfished your well. You just need to keep your. You need to keep consciously filling your well, uh, especially when you're doing some really creative work where you're drawing from it all the time. Well, that is beautiful because I know that so many people think when there's a block that there's some kind of really deep-seated, awful, terrible psychological issue in there that's just got to be rooted out and dealt with over several years and you know then finally maybe one day they'll get unblocked and this is so simple to just uh, just know that that delight the delight in the moment of a of taking a walk or noticing the small things in your life can really replenish that well yes i i think that uh, the artist's way has sold three million books because it's talking in such sensible terms, mm-hmm. you know, it's, uh, it's saying, just try this. This is easy. Mm-hmm. Give this a try. And I, I think uh, people intuitively know that the tools uh, are effective. I think they start to have a spiritual awakening very quickly upon starting to use the tools, and uh, I think it tends to reinforce itself. Uh, and so I, I, think, uh, I think a lot of times uh, people are, are feeling that artists and intellectuals are the same animal, and they really aren't. Mm. They really aren't. Uh, too much cerebration is the enemy of art. Wow. Wow, that's a beautiful concept. So, you, you know, that's one of the things that I've heard people say, well, if you, if you have that creativity, you must be a genius, and, that, and there is a genius to it, but at the same time, it's not necessarily an intellectual genius. Right. Well, that's beautiful. We're going to talk some more about that after the break. This is Andrea Matthews, and this is Authentic Living, brought to you by the American Institute of Holistic Theology. We'll be back after the break to talk some more with you. Awakened Media for a Transforming World. Seventh Wave Network. Dad, can I ask you something? Sure. There's this girl I kind of like. Say no more. You just have to impress her. Okay, but how? Just, I don't know, pick up a lot of heavy things around her. Like what? You know, desks, chairs, people. Grunt if you have to. Grunt? Yeah, be like, oh! Uh. No! There you go. You don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. When you adopt a child from foster care, just being there makes all the difference. To learn more, call 1-888-200-4005. A public service announcement brought to you by Adopt U.S. Kids, the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance. 
to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. It was a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earned my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT.edu. All my love. What can you tell me about SkillsUSA? SkillsUSA teaches you employability skills. So you know how to deal with people, you have teamwork, your resume is going to look awesome. Well, it's important to know your technical skills, but not only that, to have soft skills, the skills of learning how to communicate with people. On the web at skillsusa.org. Awakened media for a transforming world. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back with Julia Cameron uh, talking about The Artist's Way and The Vein of Gold and several other of her works. Um, Julia, one of the things that I wanted to say to you is that I have literally, as a therapist, I have used The Vein of Gold as a uh, workbook for my clients at times, and they have been very helped by the work there because it really does help them to look at their past and, and sort of create an open space for them to find themselves. So talk to us a little bit more about the Vein of Gold. Well, um, the Vein of Gold is a book that I threw everything in. I was living in New Mexico. Uh, I was alone at the time. I was taking walks. I was thinking, thinking, thinking. Mm. Uh, and if you look at the Vein of Gold, it's uh, it's so full of, of life and so full of... Uh, thoughts. Uh, The bibliography is huge. There's even a filmography in the book. Uh, It it all uh, points people toward a sense of wholeness. Um, What I felt was that I had written The Artist's Way and that uh, that got people uh, 
eager to go forward, but that they sometimes then didn't know quite where to go forward. You know, uh, it was as if they were poised on the brink of a great adventure but just didn't know the next step. Mm-hmm. And the vein of gold is the next step. Uh, it, it teaches people to, uh, to identify uh, the, the, the parts of their life that are really golden and important to them. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that's all. Yeah, and, and even the title to me is so um, creative as well because it does talk about, or to me, I perceive it as, as a way of saying within us is that vein. We just have to tap into it. Yes, I believe that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, and that is what has been so helpful to so many of my clients is to be able to just work through that and sort of say, okay, where is my vein of gold? I know it's in there somewhere, and I'm going to keep working. And speaking of the work, that's one of the reasons why you have a contract. Can you say a little bit about the contract that has to do with the artist's way? Ah, well, I I think it's uh, a little bit naughty, Uh I think the contract is is sort of like a dare, uh, you know, and and what it's saying is, uh, are you brave enough to make this commitment to yourself? Okay, on your marks, get set, go, commit. Wonderful. Yep, yep. And so they sign a contract for a specified period of time that they're really going to be looking at this whole uh, energy of creativity within themselves and and working toward that and committed to the uh, the morning pages and, you know, all of that, the, the artist date, all of that that goes with it. And that contract in and of itself is a way of sort of, as I see it, beginning the process of what I call falling in love with yourself. Yes. I, I think uh, I tease my classes. Uh, I teach in New York at a place called the Open Center, mm-hmm. and I I teach, uh, you know, a, a 12-week course, and when people first come in, I say to them, I really wish I had a Polaroid, because the before and after physical difference in people, uh, as they become uh, more comfortable with themselves, uh, you know, we use the phrase enlightened, uh, as, as people start to become more enlightened, uh, it shows up uh, on film. Uh, people people look uh, much happier. Mm-hmm. Their faces lose uh, lose a sort of haunted look. Uh, Absolutely, and that that whole process is one I've seen as well. When I've done group therapy, I've seen people. You know, one of the things I do is I have people talk from an old identity that's not really working for them anymore, and then they speak, have a dialogue with the authentic self. And when they're talking from the, the role or the mask and costume, their bodies are slumped and their face is sad, and then they go over here and they talk from the authentic self, and they're standing up straighter. Right, exactly. Speaking, yes, they're speaking exactly. straighter. Yeah. Exactly. It does show. It very much shows. And I, I, I definitely think you see a difference. And pe- we're so... 
at this point in our time talking about thinking so much about how we look and the aging process and all that that's going on in our society about appearance and I just want to say the authentic self as it comes forth your creativity as it comes forth creates your image right and you don't have to create it for it right and you you don't want to say to people well you should do these tools just for sheer vanity mm-hmm. right uh, but there is something to that. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Well, and so you are the mentor for all of us as creators. So tell me a little bit, tell us all a little bit about how you came to be the mentor. Well, all right, I think it goes back to my coming from a big family. I come from seven children. And, you know, when you learn something in a large family, you learn also to turn right around and teach it to the next one in line. Okay. So I think what happened to me with creativity was that as I learned ways to stay unblocked myself, I turned around and started teaching my sister. Uh, I started teaching a friend of mine who was a lawyer. Uh, I started... Uh, teaching a young filmmaker, and I, it was just sort of being a big sister. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, then what happened was when I, uh, I had been teaching about 10 years, just seat of the pants, you know, people would, uh, I would just have a small group, 10 people, uh, come over to my house every Thursday and we'll get unblocked. It was very casual, um, and then I fell in love. And the man I fell in love with said, this should be a book. And I was like, oh, for God's sake, it doesn't need to be a book. <laughs> uh, he said it could help a lot of people. So really just to shush him up, I started writing the artist's way. And every week I would think, well, what does he need to know this week? And I would write to that point in consciousness. And so uh, the artist's way uh, came out of a a spirit of uh, just sharing and generosity. You know, it was, uh, here, try this. It works for me. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, and that's go ahead, that's how I became the mentor. Okay. So how did you become unblocked? What I mean, I know that somewhere along you just sort of maybe had some trial and error in here, but how did you experience your own unblocking? Well, that's literally what the artist's way is. There is there is no secret thing that I was blocked more, and then I found a, a secret tool that worked the best. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, what I found were morning pages, and uh, I did them, and they unblocked me, and then I taught other people to do them, and they unblocked them. Uh, so uh, the morning, the artist's way is really. Uh, a, a book that comes out of my creative experience mm-hmm. rather than out of creative theory. Okay, okay. I can see that. You know, it's this is what worked for me. Try mm-hmm. this. Mm-hmm. 
Well, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. And that, you know, that's such a sincere, authentic process in and of itself that it just comes because it comes, not because it ha- it's got some kind of theoretical persuasion or intellectual um, outpouring for it. It's just it comes because it's there in you to be there. And I think that's a lot about what authenticity is all about, just the whole process of letting what is in there come forth, good, bad, ugly, the whole business, just to be able to see it clearly and lay it out there and then and see what comes next. Yes. Yeah, and that's a beautiful process. So, okay, so a person can be in that process in art, but you've also written about how to write. So um, is that process, you know, you wrote the right to write. Was the process there any different than the process with regard to art? Uh, I don't really think the process is different, but the, uh, I, what happened to me with that book was that uh, a friend of mine wrote a book that, that she titled For Writers Only, and it made me mad. <laughs> You know, I I thought writing shouldn't be so elite. Writing should be something that we all have a right to do. So um, one of the things that I think is that my character defects are uh, part of the wellspring of where my creativity comes from. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't like bullies. Therefore, I wrote The Artist's Way, which was about uh, all the people who had been bullied out of thinking they were creative. Mm-hmm. And uh, with the right to write, uh, I didn't like elitism. And so I wrote a book that said, uh, come on, we can do this. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that process, what you're saying there is that that process means that we don't have to have some kind of special... Uh, spiritual goodness to write from that whatever is in there can come forth and it can be a part of the creative endeavor yes exactly right okay well we're going to be back in just a few minutes talking with julia cameron this is andrea matthews talk to you in a minute awakened media for a transforming world seventh wave network I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T, with a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earn my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit AIHT. 
www.ebcbc.edu. All my love. Over there, over there's the water. Whoosh, whoosh. And look at all this stuff I'm standing on. It's called sand, and it's everywhere. This woman may sound silly to you and me. It's made up of little tiny pieces of rocks. Teeny little pieces of rocks. But to her two-year-old son exploring the world around him, <laughs> she makes perfect sense. How does it feel when you touch the sand? Is it warm? Uh-huh. It's hard to hold in your hand, isn't it? Uh-huh. Learning starts long before school does, and children are naturally curious. They want to learn, so follow their lead. Take simple, everyday moments, like sorting laundry or playing on the beach, and turn them into learning moments. Is this water? No. Very good. This is sand. Oh, <laughs> no, no, it's not food. It's sand. We don't eat sand. <laughs> turn everyday moments into learning moments. Find out how at PornLearning.org. Brought to you by United Way and the Ad Council. I begin each day with an intention to be open to guidance, to expect guidance, to trust and appreciate when guidance comes. With these intentions, each day is easier to navigate. Hi, I'm Sonia Choquette. When I decided to trust my guidance and further my education, I chose the American Institute of Holistic Theology, A-I-H-T. It was a soulful pathway to deep learning. In my own home, on my own schedule, I earned my Ph.D. in metaphysics. You know, the value of wisdom only grows, and in developing our own gifts, we can help others evolve, too. That's how it works. These self-paced programs in holistic health, metaphysics, holistic ministries, parapsychic science, and holistic theology can embolden your spirit to change the world. And the time has come for us all to do our part in changing the world. So in this moment, call the American Institute of Holistic Theology. The number is 1-800-650-4325. In this moment, visit A-I-H-T dot E-D-U. All my love. Taking you to the threshold of a dream and beyond. Seventh Wave Network. You're listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We want to hear from you. If you have a question or comment about today's show, call in now, toll free, 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. You can also send your questions or comments by email to Andrea at andreamatthewslpc.com. Now, back to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. And we're back talking to Julia Cameron. Julia, I know that you are doing something right now that's very, very exciting. Can you tell us about that? Yes, I'm excited. Uh, I usually live in New York, and uh, for the past two months I've been living in Chicago where we're putting on the world premiere of a musical comedy that I wrote with Emma Lively. It's called The Medium at Large. Uh, it's a it's a romantic comedy set in New York in 1938, and it involves lots of ghosts. Hmm. Uh, and it has a a great deal of very melodic, uh, a little bit old fashioned music, uh, and a lot of uh, 
sort of high-spirited dialogue, and uh, it opens in about a week. So we're on pins and needles. Um, Every day we go to the theater and one more piece falls into place. Uh, Tonight we're running it at 8 o'clock and we'll get to see the whole show, Uh, and I'm excited about that. Uh, And this... This is a show that Emma and I have worked on for about eight years. Wow. So uh, it it has taken a lot of faith to sort of bring this finally to fruition. And if you would like, as a listener, would like to get tickets to that show, you can go to... Well, there's a... Uh, you can go to... Uh, I'll give you a box office number. Okay. It's 866... Seven six four ten ten. Okay, and that's eight six six seven six four ten ten. And this is at www.village-players.org. Okay, www.village-player.org. And um, I know that people can also go to the Artist's Way and talk on your forum about any issues that they have with, as they're processing through their own creative endeavors. Yes. Okay. Well, we have a caller uh, who's called in, Tina from California. Hello? Hi, Tina. Hi. Andrea? Yes, you have a question. Uh, No, I just wanted to really make a comment. I'm a recent AIHT graduate, and I just got my Ph.D. in holistic health. But I wanted to let Julia know that I've been following um, her teachings for years and years and years, and the Artist Way and the Morning Pages have just made a tremendous difference in my life. Oh, thank you. So I just really wanted to say thanks very much, and uh, your work is so appreciated. Thank you, and it sounds like you've been able to use it to go on and do more work of your own, which is very exciting. Yes, it is exciting, and it's it's a wonderful process. So I just wanted to say thanks. Well, well. you're welcome. <laughs> and thank you for calling in to tell Julia how much you appreciate her work. We All do. right. Thanks, Andrea. Mm-hmm. Thanks, Julia. Bye-bye. And that was wonderful because that is the impact you've had on thousands and thousands, millions of people all over the world that you have just said simply, I'm going to share what's inside me. And <clears throat> the result of that has been that people are changed. Well, the sentence that always is the same is that people will say, your book changed my life. Mm-hmm. And I always feel like saying, well, actually you changed your life. Absolutely, yeah. By doing all the tools. Uh-huh. Uh, I put the book out there, but you picked the book up and, and did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's right. That's exactly right. I have people say that to me, too, and in therapy. They'll say, well, you've helped me so much, and I always want to say, and I always do say, you know, you've helped yourself, and that is exactly right. But the truth is, you put the book out there, and we've all been, uh, not just that book, but 24 books out there, and we've all been blessed by that, and I'm sure that this musical comedy is going to be uh, uh, really wonderful, and the amount of work that you and Emma put into this project and um, creativity and the energy that put to that collaborative effort together over eight years had to be tremendous. So I'm, I'm grateful again for that. Thank you. Okay. So um, we, are, we are all be- benefiting from how you have helped us all to become more creative. And the, the work that you've done has 
changed the world at another level because what you've done is, I remember this period of time when the Artist Way came out. It was so, um, you know, everybody was talking about it. Everybody was saying, you know, well, I've been doing the Artist Way, and I happen to attend a Unity Church here in my town, and and we had Artist Way groups, and people were talking about how they had become more creative, and they'd started a new project, and they were going to be involved in this, and that, and the other because they had opened themselves up, and they were not so blocked anymore, and that. That changes each person that changes changes society at an incremental level, and we all experience that as a benefit. So again, you have well, thank um, you. made a huge impact on the world, and um, just from the simple idea that you know you think you'd share. And the other idea that I wanted to say too is there's two things you mentioned. Because I was mad, I wrote, and you also said because someone can be delighted in something small. They can be. They can become more creative, mm-hmm. and so on both ends of that stick. You know, we think of delight as a spiritual, um, joyful experience, and we think of anger as something basically negative. And but from both sides, we come to ourselves and we create. Yes, that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, and and in anger, uh, the, the artist's way came out because you didn't want people bullying other people. That idea of being bullied is so apparent in that editor, that sensor, that sensor that comes up and tells us what to do. Right. It's the voice that says, who do you think you are? Just when you're trying to say, I think I might be. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or uh, you shouldn't do that. I mean, literally, I've had so many clients that have come to see me and said, my mom said that I shouldn't do that because there's no money in it. Right. You know, if if you go to your parents and you say, I have a dream of becoming this, and then the, the sentence that comes back to you is, oh, darling, don't you think you might need something to fall back on? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And there comes the censor, the bully that says, don't do it. Right. Okay. Well, Julia, we have so enjoyed talking with you today. I really have been delighted with our conversation, and, and it just opens up things in me to be able to talk with you about this as well. So I hope our listeners have benefited as much as I have, and thank you so much. Well, you're very welcome. Okay. This okay. is Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. We're going to be back next week talking about the dark night of the soul. So if you're having pain right now in your journey, tune in. Perhaps we'll say something that can help you. In the meantime, just remember, if you choose to accept it, your mission is to bring birth to yourself. Thanks again for listening to Authentic Living with Andrea Matthews. Join us again next Wednesday afternoon at 1 p.m. Pacific, 4 p.m. Eastern Time, here on the 7th Wave Network. We'll talk again next week.